The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. But first, my next guest has been forced to call off her wedding after her fiancé, Darren, became unwell in the weeks running up to the big day. And she is with me now with the, the object in mind of reminding people that they should get tested if they've any concerns at all about something about their body. Shauna Stubbs, good morning and welcome. Hi, Pat. How are you? Now, your wedding, it should have been when? Uh, the 30th of November. Just a week ago? A week ago, yes. Now, let us go back in time. Uh, Darren had had a brush with cancer before. Yes, so about two years ago, he had pre- previously been diagnosed with cancer and it was just in his testicles. So they went in with surgery and they removed it. So from there, they did t- CT scans and then they could see that he was all clear and everything was fine. So that was two years ago? That was about two years ago. So... Recently, he had discovered some pain in his back and from there they have now discovered that he has another bout of testicular cancer that has now come into his lymph nodes um, and he is undergoing chemo at St Vincent's Hospital. Now, uh, tell me about uh, the diagnosis of this because it was a back pain. Yeah, just a back pain. So he went on his stag. I had gone on my hands. It was fantastic. He went on his stag. Where'd you go for your hand? I went to Cargantan. It was brilliant. Very good. Great, great spot. Great spot. Yeah, it was Did you really do the good. river tour? And no, we just did um, glamping. Glamping. Very yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, so he went on his stag and he just had some back pain when he got home. And we just thought, oh, you know, he works in construction. It's just a slip disc or some sort of back pain. So, so he's a very uh, physically fit very Sorry. physically fit, yeah. Like he's thirty one. He goes to the gym. He loves working out. He plays football. You know, very fit and very active. So we didn't think anything of it. And he then went to the doctor, and he just said, "Oh, you know, do some exercises. You know, try and go to a physiotherapist, something like that." And after two trips to the hospital, after being in excruciating pain, they then discovered that he actually was re-diagnosed with his, with his cancer. So, oh, All right, but he was um, reluctant even to go to the hospital and, and be, you know, he'd imagine it's my back, I've done something, I've twisted my back, done yeah. something to it. Stubborn, I would say, very stubborn <laughs> of him. He's a very stubborn person. But, <laughs> How um, long have you known him, by the way? I have about five years now. All right, so you know his personality yes. inside out. <laughs> By the way, uh, he, how did he get through the first bout of testicular cancer? I mean, it's a bit of a fright for any young man to be told that. Uh, was he stoic? Was he strong? He was very strong. He was very strong. It was all very quick. So he was diagnosed and then the day later he had his surgery. So I don't think he even really processed it until a couple of weeks later. But because it was so quick, I think this time around it's been very hard and mentally and physically, obviously, but very mentally as well. Um, not being able to see family. He has two nephews as well. He can't see them. They're on, under one. I think the last time it was such a rush and everything went so quickly that he could kind of deal with it in a different yeah. way. Did he have any chemo the last time? No. No, they just surgery and just surgery. and everything was clear. Yeah. So this time he's on chemo. He's on chemo. So he has four rounds of chemo. He finishes up in March, hopefully, everything going well. And it's five days a week for eight hours. My goodness. It's a lot, yeah. So these are infusions of chemotherapy Yes, five days a week. It's through the IV drip into, he has it. I've just got to sit there and watch telly or do whatever yeah. you can. Yeah. Very boring, but very necessary to do. Very necessary, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he's therefore, he's probably what they call neutropenic, that he would be prone to infection and therefore he can't meet anybody. Yes, so it's been very hard, obviously, on myself and his family. And it's come to, you know, that just I can go in sometimes. And um, his 
white blood cells are very low at the moment. So they're actually after hitting rock bottom. They're starting to rise today, thank God. But it's been very hard and his family not being able to go and see him and his friends. And it's great though. He's great support. We have a group chat and we update it all the time and he gets to have a bit of banter and like talk to his cousins and stuff. So I suppose that's a good aspect of it. But he's very, very prone to infection. Now, how long ago was it that you got this diagnosis? So... Four weeks ago. Four weeks ago. Yeah. And the wedding, of course. You'd been on the hem and yeah. the stag and so on and all the, the dress bought, the everything yes. organised. Every, absolutely everything down to the tea was done. I was even still ordering stuff up until a week before. So when he was diagnosed, I would come home to packages. It was just, oh, I couldn't believe, I could not believe that the wedding was just not going to happen. But like I went through, well, we went through such a harsh year of planning and, you know, trying to save. And it's hard when you're young and trying to plan sure. a wedding and, you know, even at that save for a house on top of that as well. And, you know, all those things that come along with it. So I just couldn't, yeah, I couldn't believe we had to postpone it. But I suppose it, in a positive way, we'll still get married. So. Yeah. Now, you obviously had booked the hotel and we know from other items on this programme that hotels can be hard to find uh, to get the date that you want and so on. Where had you booked and what did the hotel say when you said it's not happening? So we actually had an amazing experience with the hotel. It was the Summerhill House Hotel in Enniscary in Wicklow. And we spoke with the manager and he was so accommodating. I have to say, I really, really, really was so happy with how it was handled. Um, Because my biggest worry was that it was the first place we'd gone to see and the only place we'd gone to see. And we booked it there and then the first time we went. So we just knew it was right. So I was would have been quite devastated if we couldn't get married there, but we're definitely going to get married there again. So what did they say? Uh, because you don't, you can't give them a date yet until Darren gets the all clear. Yeah, so they basically just said, when you pick your date, come and let us know and we will accommodate 100%. We'll keep the date open for you. Very good. That's, that's a lovely experience uh, because it could be so uh, easily otherwise, such as the demand for, for wedding venues. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, uh, what impact has it had on your wider lives for the pair of you? So Darren has had to obviously, you know, he's at a work at the moment. So financially, it's been quite hard. I've decided to take a step back from my job. My job has been absolutely brilliant to everything. They're so supportive. And I will miss working in my job, but I have decided to leave um, on my own grounds that I think I need a bit of a break physically sure. and mentally. Um, you know, going from planning a wedding to then trying to work on top of having to care for your partner is going to be quite tough on me. So I've decided to come as full time carer, which I think is probably the best thing for us in our relationship as well. So, yeah, I think just even, you know, trying to be young and we had plans to you know when we got married we would start a family we would go on holidays and stuff so there's a lot of stuff we have to kind of take in Mm -hmm. now to kind of change around so and what about the plans for a house and all of that so we will obviously try and you know save for a mortgage as much as we can and you know hopefully get our own place soon um, but it's just going to be quite hard at the moment. Yeah, you've got to park all that anyway. The main thing yeah. is for, for Darren to get well. Now, are there any implications for a, a family going forward because of the nature of Darren's condition? So we've had quite a tough journey with that in itself. We went to a clinic and they were absolutely brilliant. It's a clinic out in Swords. Um, and because of the aggressiveness of his chemo, he was told that he had to give sperm because there could be the possibility that we could not naturally conceive, which was great. It was all very rushed and, you know, we did plan on having kids, but I'm 27, so I kind of wanted to wait a little while. But I was like, okay, let's do this. It didn't work out. He couldn't produce and he was so sick when he went and it was mentally and physically draining on him. The doctors have said that hopefully they can try and, you know, take sperm when he's 
got the all clear or they'll take DNA. I've heard lots of stories from various people um, telling me that they've actually conceived when their partner has had testicular cancer. So we both have hope. We do have hope. So... Now, you seem to be remarkably, um, I used the word about Darren earlier, but stoic, but you seem to be very accepting of this terrible hand that you've been dealt. I suppose, in a way, I'm just numb all the time. It's like we just get hit after hit after hit. Like he could be getting better and then he's not. The doctors want to keep him in because he can't come out because he's not well you know, we've had to postpone the wedding. I've just accepted a lot of it and had to kind of, you know, be strong and... Roll with the punches. Get on with it, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, people think when you're young and strong like Darren is uh, that these things don't happen to you. But of course they do. They happen to all sorts of people uh, at uh, all stages of life. So you've got a message really for people out there, don't you? Absolutely. I think if anyone has any sort of, you know, back pain or any pain and you're young, go and get checked. It's not a big deal to say... 99% of the time, it'll be nothing. Exactly. It could be absolutely nothing. And if you have to take a day off work, go and get it done. You don't want to be that person that's going, oh, well, I I went into work today, but look what's after happening. Or, oh, I didn't go to the GP, but look what's after happening. You need to check yourself, especially young men, old men. You know, testicular cancer is something that does happen to men. And I feel like it's not talked about enough, especially in young cases. So... Even with Darren, he's so stubborn, he wouldn't go and get checked and he put it off and put it off. And he's a lot of regrets for that, which we have had conversations about. And he does wish that he went and got checked sooner. So I just, I say to everybody, please go and get yourself checked. And I know someone in the the medical profession who deals with cancer patients and he says a lot of the time the people who come to him are the walking but worried well. Mm. You know, they're worried and then they walk out and they're reassured. And that's, that will be the experience for most people but there will be the 1% or whatever who will be very glad that they went to get tested. Yeah. Because they can get treated then. Yeah, 100%. All right. So here's to a wedding in 2024, maybe March, April time when the spring has come. Well, oh, it'll be a bit different to a November wedding. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, we might try and make it November because we do love the Christmas theme. So. All right. Well, time will tell, but I can only wish you and Darren the very, very best. Uh, and Shauna, thank you very much for coming in and sharing your story. Thank you. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.